Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Getting out of the house and into nature breathes new life into your heart and into the hearts of your children. On today's podcast, we will talk about how to nature adventure with your children. Now, I know that for some moms, the idea of taking your children into the great outdoors might seem a bit overwhelming. So joining us today are two of my adventure-loving friends, Amy Nielsen and Wendy Tung, to discuss the how and the whys of nature adventuring. Amy has four children, ranging in ages from 3 to 12 years old, and Wendy has two who are 8 and 10 years old. After today, you will be motivated and empowered to get your family outside enjoying God's creation while building lasting memories and new skills for you and your kids. Thank you guys so much for being here. We're going to have so much fun with this conversation. Wendy, I'm so glad you could be here with us. Thank you for inviting me. I am excited to share. And Amy, you are a master of nature adventures, so thank you. You are so sweet. I'm so thankful to be here. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. It's going to be fun. Okay, so nature adventure days, we all love them. And it's so fun because while we live in the same general vicinity, we don't actually nature adventure together that... Um, we're not super close and we both have different groups of friends or people who we do our own nature days with. So what does a nature adventure look like for you guys, Wendy? Um, a lot depends on the weather for us. Mm-hmm. In the winter, we tend to go to places that would be blazing hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. And in the summer, we tend to do a lot of water, beach, rivers, cooler mountain areas, we try to to look at the weather and make sure that we're not going to be miserable while we're doing our activity. Although sometimes misery makes for a good story. <laughs> it does. It grows character. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. character building. Yes. It's funny you'd mention that too, because when this is going to be airing, we'll be going into fall, which for us, we're in Southern California. So we really only have like a window of time that we can't do outdoor things or that it's like really weather prohibitive. But for people in like other places of the nation or even in the world, you know, if fall means a very different thing than fall does for us in Southern California. And so I think that you're right, considering the weather and what's, how are you going to prepare yourself well Mm -hmm. for what you're going to do? Sure. We want it to be successful. But days outside. Oh yeah, Yeah. definitely. Definitely. Occasionally it might mean a museum Mm -hmm. or some other type of learning nature related activity, but generally we like being outside the best. That's great. And Amy, what does a nature day look like for your family? Well, ours are very similar to Wendy's and we um, do them weekly. Okay. And um, during the week, it's part of our school. And um, yeah, we get out um, in the beach and the shade when it's hot and enjoy the nice not so shaded um trails during the winter mm-hmm. when it's a little cooler mm-hmm. and um in years past we've done museums mm-hmm. when um there's a free day but yeah you know right now we don't have museums on the schedule so right because we're in the middle just, of the coronavirus still right now and this yeah. is being filmed so what does it look like for your family do you do nature adventures as just a family unit or with a group or with another family what about you guys wendy 
Um, I would say it's about half and half. Usually, maybe slightly skewed, actually, maybe 30, 70. About 70% of the time, I would say it's just myself and the kids, Mm -hmm. and then the other 30 with a friend. Right now, we mostly are just hiking, adventuring, beaching with one other friend because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do a lot, just our immediate family, just because... I know what their schedule is and I yeah. can take them with me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without having to coordinate with anyone else. Yeah. And we really love it. It makes the rest of the day so much, so much better. And even the day, be- even the time before we go, the anticipation of going. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much more quickly math and piano can be completed when, <laughs> when they know that's what needs to be done before we head out the door. It's amazing. For sure. And what about you, Amy? Do you guys do your adventures on your own or with other people? So we do meet in a group. Uh We have um, probably three to six, seven other families that generally join us. And yeah, we enjoy that time so much. We do adventure as a family Mm -hmm. a lot, though, Mm -hmm. and um, try to go camping often and hiking as a family as well. But our weekly schedule is with a group. Wow, that's so special. So we do uh, monthly nature adventures with another family. And um, I have actually wondered, so I'll pick your brain on this for a minute. I like doing it with another family for a couple of reasons. I've liked that having little children, because our children aren't all the same ages. And so when I have a younger one, who needs a little extra help that maybe the other mom doesn't have a younger one who needs the help at that same time. So they're helpful. Um, And that the kids have the relationship time together, which is fun. The bonding that's formed there is so special. Uh, But also the accountability that if I have it on the calendar that we're going to be going to a trail on this Monday with these people, I'm not going to cancel on it just because I decide, you know what, our house is a mess (laughs) because I told them that we were going to meet them at that trail. So I'm going to keep that commitment. Whereas if it was just me and my kids, I might be more apt to say, oh, we're just going to change our plans. But it kind of keeps me more accountable. But okay, so my question for you is having a lot of families. One thing I've been a little concerned about, about having a lot of people together, is thinking I'm having my fifth child here in uh, early November is when he's coming. And so I have a lot of people to watch when we're on nature adventures, which if it's a, you know, a small something, no big deal. But if we're going on like a big trail, it does concern me a little bit. Like how do I make sure that my eyes are on all the people when then there's like so many families of people? How do you guys do that? So the blessing of it is that we're all dear friends. So we've Mm kind of just had this mentality of helping each other out. And I've been so thankful for those teenage girls that's that true have helped me with my toddlers mm-hmm. especially when I've got a baby mm-hmm. um and my older two having friends you know and just kind of already I know okay so-and-so is with this person so-and-so is with this person and the teenage girls are oh Mrs. Nielsen will help you out and it is Aww. the sweetest thing and my kids have definitely grown in their relationship mm-hmm. and I love that that there's not with homeschooling there's no age mm-hmm. Yes. Separation. Separation. Yes. It's just all one big, beautiful group. Yeah. So that's been wonderful. That is a really special thing. It's more like a family time. Yes. Which is neat. Um, that's awesome. Okay. Have you always loved nature days even before you had kids? Or did it take you having kids to get you out in nature, Amy? Oh, I've actually really always loved 
being out in nature, but it took having kids to just, it really opened my eyes to Mm -hmm. see the benefits of it Mm -hmm. and the beauty of it. Um, Definitely. Always loved it. Yeah. What about you, Wendy? Yeah. Always been an outside lover? I've always loved being outside. I think I was up in a tree more than (laughs) anywhere else in childhood. And I know the, I've especially been drawn to it as a parent because with my son, I feel like the benefits of him being outside are just so immediately visible. Let's and, talk about that. Yeah. Talk about some of these benefits. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, as much as boys and girls have a lot of similarities, there is some truth to them being very different mm-hmm. as well. And my son is just a happier boy when he's had a really good sweat. And especially if he can like pound into something and climb something and even better if there's another boy that he can run into and wrestle around with. I mean, it's very different than my girl. My girl can do those things, but she doesn't find energy and joy from Mm -hmm. those things. It's usually okay because I love my brother. We will do this. But, (laughs) you know, with my son, it's a whole nother ball of wax. He is just such a happier boy when he's had a good sweat Mm -hmm. and when he's had a couple hours of really huffing and puffing and you know, and just the character that comes from from that. He's he's nearly 10, and when we're out on a trail, I've seen him grow so much as a person mm-hmm. where when I'm carrying something heavy, he's like, Mom, I got that. You don't need to carry that. Mm-hmm. And he'll load himself up. He'll take his sister's stuff. I mean, he just becomes he's, – he's a nice boy anyway, but he becomes a wonderful boy, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think there's just something to having that physical exertion that helps ground him in a way that's very – very even God honoring and family mm-hmm. honoring. It's like it's make, turning him into a young man as opposed exactly. to just this accepted yeah. boys will be boys. Exactly. That that doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. And and I want him to be a gentleman and I want him to be courteous and I want I I don't want chivalry to be dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to raise strong girls, yes, but I also want boys that are willing to help and look out for for those around them, not just look out for girls, but look out for their friends that are younger and the whole homeschooling mentality Mm -hmm. too of someone's smaller than you, you help them up or someone's not as strong as you, Mm -hmm. you help them. And when you're out on a trail or you're climbing or you're doing any sort of physical activity, those opportunities come in spades. Mm -hmm. So it's a great way to, to provide those opportunities in a way that leaves good memories too. It's not just sterile instructions yeah. from mom it's not arbitrary and no no and you can't plan either these are no. the lessons we're going to learn today no is mm-hmm. <laughs> perseverance or exactly. today we're going to be working really hard on self-sacrifice yes no <laughs> you can't plan those things no no you cannot and it's just such a helpful time to even packing their own you know they each have a backpack and you ration out how much water you're going to drink if you're really thirsty right now well that's fine but you're not going to have any water for the return trip so mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Think, think about it. Think about it. So the, there's a lot of great life lessons that come from being out on the trail in addition to the physical exercise, which is, is really beneficial too. You mentioned the uh, backpacks, like mm-hmm. getting ready. That's another benefit that I didn't know ahead of time was going to be a benefit. But watching that everyone has, the one of the things I've learned over the years of doing this that's been helpful for us, especially with little children, mm-hmm. um, is having, we have a backpack for each person that we save only mm-hmm. for nature days. Mm-hmm. And they all go in the same space. So then when it is a nature day, those backpacks all come out. 
and you know what things you want to put in them. And I didn't buy big backpacks. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Mm-hmm. I bought like smaller to medium sure. sized ones. And I'll put a link for those because I actually think it was really helpful to contain what they are, the space of what they can bring and that it's enough for a sweater and a water bottle and nature journal so they can have something to sketch in if we decide to stop and sketch something cool that we find, mm-hmm. some colored pencils. And um, and the start of their lunch, a part of their lunch all goes in there too. But being able to help them know you can fill this with your things and then you're going to carry it. Mm-hmm. And there's responsibility and pride in that. Mm-hmm. And and it's special. And mm-hmm. that's a good skill. It's a wonderful good skill. You know, a lot of adults that could use that skill. Yes. <laughs> Amy, what are some of the benefits you guys see? Oh, well, I love like teaching about our creator and then being out in creation. That Absolutely. has been one of the biggest reasons to be started, you know, that we started doing it, but also to see them grow in their love for things that are beautiful Mm. and um, see the intricacies of our creator through Mm -hmm. that and asking Mm -hmm. questions and wanting to know more. Mm -hmm. And that has been wonderful. I've also just loved the relationships, um, with my children Mm -hmm. and having these memories that of things that we've done together, as well as with the other families, our dear Mm -hmm. friends and um just growing in these things it's been a blessing Mm -hmm. and also just to take a break from our regular routine yeah Mm -hmm. it's very life-giving a Mm -hmm. break from school it has been wonderful Mm -hmm. um i feel like we function better after having that time it's like it's invigorating and sometimes it takes so much work to get out that I kind of think like even on our way sometimes, you know, you're just like, oh, this has been so frustrating this morning for whatever reasons. Uh-huh. It's like the cards are just stacked against you sometimes on those days when you're trying to do something fun. But then once we're there and we have the time, I have never, ever said, oh, we really shouldn't have gone. I should have exactly. thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. worth it. And to piggyback mm-hmm. off of your backpacks, I yeah. love um, Camelbacks mm. and it doesn't even have to be that brand, yeah. mm-hmm. but, um, the ones with the water bladders mm-hmm. and that's been super helpful. All my kids since a very wee age have had their own oh, and carry cool. their own. Even my three-year-old, his is just a bladder, but he's got to stuff his snacks in there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the space, like they, one kid helps get the snacks. One kid helps, mm-hmm. you know, fill the water bladders. So just everyone helps and pitches in and, um, it's not just all on mom. Yeah. Right. Also, mm-hmm. but um, we're going to do it and the kids help pack the car and they're mm-hmm. excited to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's empowering for them. And my five year old <laughs> smiled so big the first time that I said, okay, you're big enough now. It's your job to get to fill our water bottles. And she said, I can do that. And I said, you can. And she lined them all up and she was so proud. And it's just filling water bottles, but it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And she could do it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a wonderful skill. Yes. I love it for them to just feel good about themselves in that way. Okay, so what about if weather's an issue? So if weather's an issue, places in the country where it's, I mean, I lived on the East Coast when I for a couple years when I was a child. And I mean, we could go out and play in the snow, but I mean, you can only do that so many days. And it only equals fun nature so many times for the mom. You know, my (laughs) brother and I would go out as often as we could and be out in the snow. But for an actual like nature adventure day, let's talk about some options. If there's a day that or you're living in a place where you just can't do the outside things. Um, What are some other alternatives that you guys enjoy? Um. I think museums, right now, a lot of museums are closed because of the coronavirus. I think almost all the museums here are. But in normal circumstances, if, you know, even if one, maybe a child might be slightly 
you know, allergies or whatever, for whatever reason that we're not gonna go on our typical outside, you know, long outside adventure. A, a time in a, a great museum is really fun. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes they even have outdoor elements within those museums. Mm -hmm. They might have a butterfly exhibit. They might have a, an aquarium with a touch tank. There's a lot of, of great museums. And typically, at least here in Southern California, a lot of them are free. Mm. And so knowing, you know, what to, what to do, where to go, um, even art museums, I think starting off in small doses is good for those things too, depending upon the ages of your children. Yes. Um, when my children were really little, if we would go to an art museum, we would try to do a scavenger hunt, you know, okay, let's find, okay, here's this painting. We've read about this painting, blue boy or pinky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to find blue boy and pinky. And the enthusiasm of those children when they found blue boy and pinky was great. And that's all we needed to do for mm -hmm. little's age. And they were excited. But it's and like they giving them it. your create. I've heard someone say you're creating their appetite mm -hmm. that you create the appetite of the things that they're going to love. Mm -hmm. And so by giving them even just a taste at an early age, mm -hmm. which it can feel scary. I remember taking my kids actually to the same one because those are mm -hmm. at the Huntington library. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we went walking in, getting some eyes from people that oh, look sure. like, who are you bringing in? And I just held my head so high and thought, you just watch me. Here we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and we did. We had to talk about ahead of time. Mm -hmm. How do we act? We're not going to touch things. What kind of a voice do we use when we go in here? How do we be respectful of this? And I promise mm -hmm. you, it did not come without reminders. Like mm -hmm. there were so many stops of having to get down to their level. And hey, remember, this is not a time to play real silly. This is a time to be calm and respectful. And, and they, and they came back, but also I feel like those kinds of spaces for me, especially when my children are young, I find more successful alone with my children mm -hmm. oh, because yeah, if I they're with agree. friends, which people I've heard people say, but it's mm -hmm. a field trip. Like I wouldn't do that it's with a kids. a party. <laughs> yeah. Because then they're just excited to be with their people. Mm -hmm. And I want for them to be able to take in for this short taste of a time the things around us that require a little bit more, um, civilized mm -hmm. choices. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm, exactly. Now, what are some other ideas, Amy, for days that weather might well, get in the way? I have a couple ideas. Yeah. We love to nature journal. Mm -hmm. and So um, what does that mean try to, to someone who's never nature journaled? So when we're out on our hike um, or walk, we try to find something that we can connect with, either something that we saw, whether it's an animal or we found some flowers. But then we look it up in our field guide mm -hmm. usually or take a picture of it and try to identify it. And then we have a notebook that's um, usually like a mixed media type mm -hmm. paper notebook. Nothing too huge. Just like a sketchbook. Yeah, a sketchbook. Yeah. And either watercolor pencils, colored pencils, watercolor paints. And we try to paint it in there and write the date and make a connection with that place. And um, seeing, you know, to show my kids even more like God made this. Mm -hmm. And um, so learning some watching some videos or doing sometimes we've done as a group even um watching a journal nature journal video wow. has been really helpful john Muir laws has oh, yeah. fabulous he's written some amazing books but now, i'll put the put, link to his website because he has a lot of great videos for yes. free and right now he has um, a free download book oh, on cool. nature journaling so oh, nice. that's helpful We've done that. And then also things that you could do on your own as a mm -hmm. family is insect lore mm -hmm. has great things like mm -hmm. buying the caterpillars that mm -hmm. um, you can buy like 
I think mm-hmm. you get six in a cup and yeah. do that whole thing. Or you can get an ant farm. No, we um, did owl pellets last week when we had a day that we were supposed to be outside, but there were so many fires out here where we live. So we had to cancel it. And it was so funny because I had bought them actually last year. And so the friends who we were supposed to nature or adventure with that day, I said, well, I have owl pellets. And they were like, what? Where did you get owl pellets? Like Amazon, you just buy them. Yes. And the kids loved it. And they wanted to keep like the skulls that they had found in the things. And I also think we as moms set the tones for all those things mm-hmm. because yes. When I'm telling them, I explained to them what an owl pellet was and I read about it and how cool this is that we get to study this. None of the kids said, ew, that's so gross because I set the tone Yes, that this is a really neat thing that we get to discover what they ate and here's how we're mm-hmm. going to discover it, guys. Mm-hmm. So we set the tone for all of those things. That is so true. There is a local um, botanical gardens that has palm trees that underneath you can find, no doubt, all kinds of owl pellets and stuff. And my kids think awesome. that is the coolest mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We set the tone yeah. as the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we freaked out about all the dirt, then they would freak out. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, okay, so let's give some encouragement to the mom who wants to try but maybe never has. So why don't you still have kids that are a little younger, Amy, more so than Wendy. So why don't you start with kids who are younger? What encouragement would you give to the mom who has younger kids, but who's like, okay, this, my kids are too little. I can't do this. Oh no. Just put a backup pair of clothes Mm -hmm. and shoes in the car. I didn't know that when I started. You're right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so Mm -hmm. important. Always. And and then you don't stress about, Mm -hmm. because my kids were, and we're in our, we're in our mm-hmm. <laughs> notorious for getting in the creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of those creeks smell. So that would have been crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Had they gotten in the car. That always just have snacks, mm-hmm. food. Food makes everything easier. I mm-hmm. heard a piece of advice that you should have keeping a snack for the walk back. Yeah. And not giving it until you know. If you know there's a hill on the way back, waiting until you get to the bottom of that hill and then telling them, okay, here's your chance that we're going to have this treat for the walk back. And while you're enjoying the good taste of this treat, let's remember how thankful we are for strong bodies that can go up this hill. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh my goodness, how brilliant. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and but- if you have a three or younger bringing an ergo mm-hmm. or a backpack. I mean, especially that walk back, they're tired. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. want to be held, but put it on, strap them on, give yeah. your back a break. Mm-hmm. And it goes so fast. They get so big yeah. so fast. Just carry them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Wendy, what if someone has big kids and they've never done this and they're afraid their kids are going to be like, Ugh, it's going to be tiring, mom. What would you tell I know, them? I know. I'd say suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be worth it. It's going to yes. be worth it. We're doing it. Get We're in the doing car. it. Yeah. You know, you. this is what our family does. And if you don't enjoy it after the fact, you tell me and we'll reconsider. Or often what my son, my son and my daughter now, they're big enough that they enjoy looking through different field guides and different, um, mm. different books about Southern California or California and picking out places. And I let them pick out places now because they're old enough. And that also causes a lot of investment Mm -hmm. where they're building up the excitement and just the pride of saying, I picked out this hike. It's a great idea. I picked out this beach and this is why. And it's, it's a game changer when they're invested, they feel like ownership of it. And they are already excited before we even get there because you know, how many kids, most of the time kids are just along for the ride. 
especially mine, you know, this is what mom likes to do. So this is what you are going to like to do, which is good (laughs) many times. But as they get older, we want them to grow in their maturity and their decision making. And when they have to decipher, when they look through a hundred trails, they have to decide, okay, what is it about this trail that I think will work? Mm-hmm. Is it the right length? Is Does it have water? Is it rocky? Can little sis handle it? Can mom handle it? You know? yeah. Can Is this a hike we can invite our friends to? Or are there steep drop-offs? You, know, mm-hmm. I, you were asking about a, a particular hike we did, and I'm like, well, there is a cliff yes. on one side. <laughs> so I might be a little wary of yeah. With small part. children. With small children, right. you know. But then as, a almost, as an almost 10-year-old, he can, he can read that book and he can decide if that's a good fit. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great way to, to let them be excited about the, the hike, discover something new, and it prepares them so much for adulthood. And just, mm-hmm. you know, life, I want them to see life as an adventure. Yeah. And life has difficulties and there's going to be boulders on this path and we will be able to climb over them. You can overcome mm-hmm. this, but be prepared and just know this isn't, this isn't all of life, but there's there's great things and great adventures out there. Just embrace it and go with it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love the idea of empowering them to be part of the choices too. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much. This is so fun. Maybe we should all pick a day and the three of us could go on a nature adventure together. That would be pick so Pick one all of our kids. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Nature adventures can take so many forms based on your location, weather, children's ages, physical abilities. Truly everyone can nature adventure with their children. So what are you waiting for? If you need a location, ask your community of friends to recommend a good age appropriate nature walk. You would be surprised how many people love to talk about their favorite nature spots. Or you can just do a simple internet search and find a nice trail. Does bringing all the stuff still feel a little overwhelming? Make it simple. Schedule a two-hour time to be outside in between meals. Or just make your lunch super simple. Instead of pre-making a million sandwiches, just pack some sandwich meat, cheese, crackers, and fruit or veggie, and call it lunch. And have your kids fill their water bottles the night before if they can. Anything that can be ready ahead of time makes getting out of the house the next day so much easier. Or if weather is a problem, Bring your nature adventure inside. Take one of the ideas we just talked about and just get out of the house. Take a break from the day-to-day and go somewhere to be surrounded with beauty and adventure. If nature adventuring sounds like it would bless your family, be intentional and put it on the calendar. If you need the accountability like I do at times, invite a friend to go with you so you can't change your plans. Choosing the right friends to go with you and with your children will make the day so fun and life-giving. Now, I realize that I may sound a bit like Miss Frizzle today. Take chances, make mistakes, and get messy. But really, do it! And share that adventure in the comments section below or on social media. I cannot wait to see what you come up with and how it blesses your children. And finally, Don't forget to check the blog this week at seekholyliving.com for some more nature adventure tips that you can use and share with your friends. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. 
I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. Join us next week when we share life-giving family traditions.